Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Please welcome author and a fellow rock boater, Allison Hammer. Welcome. Thank you for having me again. Yay. <laughs> yes. This is Cheers. so exciting. Cheers. I love it. Yeah. I said I'm in my, I have my fresh in the Bev cup. I thought it was appropriate. Yes. In my rock boat earrings that Sherry Butler made. This, this weekend, I got to go get a, I got, I got to buy a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eamon, you were just giving a shout out. You want to give your man a shout out? Yeah. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to, to Brett Regal. I, he gave me, uh, Chris, is, Chris has it up, but uh, gave us a, a nice gift on the last rock boat to open up my bottle, open up beer bottles. So I just That's used awesome. it. I don't know Brett Regal, but I want to. Yeah. He's a good <laughs> it, one to know. It's like steel. It's like thicker That's than awesome. a credit card. It's, it's amazing. It's military uh-huh. grade. That's right. He he is one of the vets that came on our vet uh, episode. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Well, welcome. Nice to see you again. Good to see you too. You've had so much going on while on the boat, off the boat. It's just you're just lots of awesomeness. You had a birth you had a birthday on the boat, right? My birthday was November 21st, but um, my girlfriend surprised me, Um, Chrissy and Libby, my roommates. I literally went up to get breakfast and I came back and my whole cabin was decorated and it was, it was a great surprise. It was really fun. And you had glasses. Well, um, so that was actually at the rock boat because the rock boat was celebrating their birthday. And so it was like, I, I kind of, Oh, I see. Okay. So yeah, there's, I got a lot of cute photo ops out of it. You did. Yes. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm so happy that you found time to come on. So what was, what was it like, like preparing to get on to 21? Um, it was, it was so exciting, like more exciting than normal, just because it had been such a long time. And it was a little bit nerve wracking just because of, you know, the, the risk of, you know, having a, a positive test, like it just added that, that extra layer. But um, funny story, actually. So I live downtown Chicago and I don't have a car. And as you know, we had to get we had to get like a PCR test before we went on the boat. So I made an appointment at a downtown, like in middle of downtown see, uh, Walgreens. <laughs> and I show up and I'm like, I'm here for my appointment. And they're like, you're not supposed to get out of your car. And I'm like, I don't have a car. And like, well, it's a drive through. I'm like, well, can I walk? They're like, you can't get out of your car. And again, I'm like, but I don't have a car. And um, they're like, call an Uber. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I felt, I know. And I felt bad because Uber charges like by distance and not time. Right. So if I like had a start and stop at the place I already was, like yeah. they wouldn't make any money. So I'm like, I'm going to hail a cab because at least they can like just keep the meter running. Yep. It took me three cabs. And finally, I was like, I, found one and I got in and I was like, will you please explain the situation? And he's like, Oh no, no COVID test. I was like, no, like I'm not sick. It's for vacation, please. I'm like, I'll give you a big tip. So it was an ordeal getting down there. <laughs> wow. That is wild. They wouldn't. That's funny. They just kept repeating. You need to be in a car. Yeah. You're like I don't have one. 
uh, you know, gotta be in a car. <laughs> it was like one of those like bank teller things. So it was like, I don't know why. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But so literally they like, I got in the cab and the cab driver missed the turn. So I had to turn like go around the block. And then like he pulled up and they opened the window and I swabbed and it was all good, but it was very stressful. <laughs> what was it like after you had gotten your results back uh, while they're waiting to get on the boat and you, you, you get past that point. What was that feeling like when you were just like, yeah. So um, one of my roommates, Chrissy Callahan, who I mentioned, she is like, takes such good care of us all. And so she had, um, she got like the, the rapid test for us to take at the hotel the next, the, the day of just because there was like talk about if one person in the cabin was sick, then nobody could go. And we just wanted to protect each other. Like if I was sick, I didn't want to go and like keep yeah. them off the boat. So I actually had to do two because I messed it up. I don't know what I was doing or I thought I messed it up, but it was just so exciting. Like just being at the port, I thought it ran smoother than ever, which is crazy. It was yep. like so fast and smooth, but sitting in that big room, like just with like, it was almost like you were waiting to win the lottery. And like, it was like when my, like, it was, I think your initials and birthday went up. Yep. A friend of mine saw mine before I did. And it was just like, you shut, you like stood up and you're like, that's me. Like I can go. <laughs> so it true. Was like winning a prize. It was great. Did, did, did you have that feeling that once you, your number was called um, and you were good to go and you were walking, did you get that feeling like, all right, nobody's following me. I'm God, this is going to happen. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting closer. And then like, at what point can they not let me on the boat? Like what, like, <laughs> when does this happen? Like that, it was that moment, I think it was, I mean, I honestly, I was pretty confident because of the double test and I've, I've been pretty safe, but I actually, um, I, I got, um, the Omicron variant, whatever over Christmas literally went out one hour. Like I'd been so good and careful. Wow. Um, so, but you know, so you never know, but I felt like once I had the PCR test and the two rapid tests at the hotel, you know, I would have been crushed just because that that excitement was building up. And I was just it had been a long time. And I like was so excited to see people. But in the like once we got like out of that holding area and we were in like the like after doing your passport and everything, having everybody waiting, like even that was just so much fun to see people and like to hug people. And it's like, we're all OK. We've all been tested. <laughs> that, you know, that's funny about the test in the morning. I uh, I walked to the the cvs so we stayed in south beach and that morning i had like a panic attack i was like because i had the same thought like i'm not gonna you know jeopardize my you know my friends to, to not get on the boat yeah. like it's like we traveled all this way we did all this work and and we're the podcast guys like come I on know, we got, got we got to get on the boat <laughs> and so i it was like it's like as soon as it opened i don't know it was like seven or eight in the morning and i stumbled to to the CVS and I bought yeah. one of the rapid tests. A lot and of I, people went to that CVS. <laughs> and I was hurting that morning because I may or may not have some cocktails the night before. And I'm sitting there on a park bench <laughs> doing this test. And like, I could just imagine what people were thinking when they were like seeing me there with a cup of coffee. I got like, like the plastic bag that it came in and I'm just like, it's like I'm all deshuffled and it was, uh, but I did yeah. it twice because I screwed up the first one. Oh, so me too. <laughs> yeah. I thought I, like, I did, and that ended up being okay. But I yeah. forgot to put the drops on. Oh. 
and I put it in and I was like, I'm not getting anything out of this. And I'm just like, oh, it's good. Yeah. I need to follow the directions to make this work. <laughs> That's so funny. And it was like, and then there's always that moment, like to me, the two places, like once you get on the boat, I start off in the atrium, um, giving Beth a hug and you, um, used to be Gail. Like that was just a special kind of like place and moment, but Beth wasn't on the boat. So it was really like, yeah, she got on the boat, but wasn't there when I went to give her a hug. So that was a little disorienting just because it took so long. And I was standing there and one of two of my best girlfriends surprised me coming on the boat. I literally had texted them that morning, like, you're coming, aren't you? Like, and like turned around and saw them and like screamed, people stared, but it was great. (laughs) It's got goosebumps. That's awesome. It was really fun. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. So you get on the boat, you're meeting and you're seeing your friends, your, your surprise friends, friends that you haven't seen in a while. What was it like when you were standing there and you saw the first performance on 21? like a deep exhale sigh of relief like we're back like it just felt like we're back and like that you know it felt like we were in a little bubble of being okay like the world was still crumbling all around us but we had music and we had each other and everybody was safe and we could be like have our masks off outside and like just hugs I really missed hugs and live music so it was just like a little tiny corner of like our little bubble it was great Who's the first person that gave you uh, like a big old hug? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I was like, I was hugging people in line. Like I hugged strangers. I was just like all the hugs. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just so nice to like just see people just like like we literally walked into normal. Yeah. Is what it felt like. We yeah. walked in and there were some people in our party respectfully so who were going to wear their mask and mm-hmm. yeah valid reasons to do it and yeah. no judgment and i was like i was on that a wagon little, a little bit of judgment <laughs> a lot of judgment and and i was on that wagon i was going to ride that way i was going to ride that wave with them every time we're inside i was going to wear it we walked inside that atrium and i was like nope not wearing this <laughs> well, i mean you had to take it off to drink and if you always have a drink See? In hand, you know that's the problem we went to um, a concert to the Red Wedding Blue Show in Chicago and the venue space was like really strict about only when you're drinking, like actively drinking. So for a while, like for pictures, we were just like standing there with like our, our glasses up. <laughs> but I also like thanked the person, the, the man who was like checking just because like I appreciate keeping everybody safe and like I have like total respect, like especially because you guys have young kids, right? Yep. So like I'm an uncle, I get, but yes. Yep. Yeah. So I get like, you know, wanting to wear the mask and stay safe, but it just, it felt like, it felt like a, just again, like a little safe bubble of, of how it used to be. <laughs> There's a picture that you had posted of yourself relaxing on your balcony. Um, more like passed out, not relaxing. <laughs> oh, really? It looked like you were just like, I'm like, she looks so relaxed. <laughs> yeah, that oh, actually... Um, I, so my roommate, Chrissy, she's the one who took the picture and there was a moment I was like, I used that picture on an Instagram post just to talk about how burnt out I got. Yeah. Um, the two weeks before the boat were the busiest weeks of work that I'd had in a long time. And, um, my team that works below me, they were, they were not they, like, it was just a really, really busy time at work. And then I do, um, national novel writing month every November. So I was working on a new book. And then I had like, so I had a deadline for that. 
And then um, also on top of that, so work and then writing a new book. And then I've got a book um, coming out in June um, called The Beach Trap that I wrote with one of my best friends, Brady. So we have a pen name, Allie Brady. And like three weeks before The Rock Boat, um, our editor asked us if we would include a chapter of our next book in the back of this one that we hadn't started writing yet. And it was my chapter. So I had like all of this stuff going on and I was like, I'm here to have fun. But I had a moment where, and I was like really cautious about like, I didn't want, like the rock boat is so precious. And yeah. so I didn't want to like ruin my time, but I also knew that I wouldn't, I just knowing myself, like I couldn't just stop. So I gave myself like, okay, I'm going to write for an hour or I like kind of blocked out certain time. But there was a moment and I was standing on the Lido deck and I was tired and like, I wasn't super into the band that was playing. Cause I don't, I mean, like love all the bands, but I just wasn't super into it at that moment. And I was like, I'm just going to go down and sit on the balcony and write and I'll be able to hear the music, but I'm like, I'm just going to take that time. And so then I went down there and I was sitting with my like feet up. I had my laptop on my lap. And then I was just like, I'm just going to close my eyes for a second. So I'm like, literally my laptop is closed on my lap. And I was like, fell asleep. And my roommate um, caught me and took a picture, but it was, it's a beautiful photo. Like it's beautiful. It is. But it's like, it was just a really like kind of a moment of being burnt out. And it was my, so I, I used that kind of as my mantra for this year is to protect the flame, to kind of like not get burnt out. And that's, you know, like maybe saying no to something or taking a walk or um, going on a, to a concert or just doing things to, to not get burnt out. Um, but I was pretty good. My friends kept me in check for not getting like too much work, doing too much work. Um, but I still had a lot of fun. Oh, there's my book, The Beach Trap. <laughs> yes. Yes, there it is. Thank Let's, you. Yeah. And uh, it's we're, we'll talk about that in a minute. I have okay. a, a couple more questions. Sorry. Um, so talking about <laughs> friends keeping you in check, I had yeah. some friends in the boat that kept my time in check with sleeping. And I've mentioned this on a podcast or two. I don't know if you've heard it, but it was according to my time on my watch or my phone. It was my phone, actually. It was like midnight. And I was just like, oh, I'm really tired. Or in reality, it was like what eight? Yeah, seven, seven ish. Yeah. 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 And he I was. Hard. He went hard. He I went, went hard. hard. I went hard. And they're just like. That's like impressive. I'm an impressive or guy. <laughs> or concerning. I can't tell. I can't tell. We don't know yet. <laughs> wow. And so they're like, maybe you should like go to bed. We're gonna go later. I'm like, all right, I'll go to bed. Like, so I go to my room. There's I no harm my... going to bed at midnight, Chris, you know. <laughs> so I set my alarm. My alarm set for 8 a.m. because we did the morning podcast. Um, and I wake up, I get a shower, get myself together. And I walk out and it's like when you're going into the buffet, when you come off the elevator, you first see out into the ocean. Uh, uh-huh. And it was pitch black. I was going to say, was like, you wake up at like 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what I did. <laughs> and and I, you know what? If you can watch the sunrise on the boat, it doesn't matter. Like if you can like, you get credit for being up at 3 a.m. and being out. But it's pretty funny that you like showered and got ready. <laughs> I was ready to go. It took, took, it took my vitamins. Oh. I was like, I was like, all right. And I was like, I was going to text Mark. I was going to let him wait a little bit so we can get the day going with what oh. we're going to do. And I walked into the cafeteria and I was like, and it was like college in there. It was like, 
all like you know all the the night owls who are just coming back from from uh headphone disco yeah. i was like what is going on so i went up to one of the chefs and i was just like what time is it he's like sir it's like 3 a.m he might have said like 3 15 i was just like i love that that's amazing so and i didn't even think for a second that they told me the wrong time i just thought my phone was screwed up i mean turns out chris was feeling so good he didn't associate the fact that we called Eamon's brother who's also my cousin and his his six-year-old daughter was on the call and chris isn't like why is she up at midnight he's like i I don't even remember that (laughs) hey that happened it's the rock boat where else can you like go to bed and wake up and still be out (laughs) exactly it's So uh, the, your new book that's coming mm-hmm. out in June, correct? June 14th. Yeah. June 14th. Awesome. Can you. That's my birthday. Yes, it awesome. is. Awesome. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, and congratulations. Thank you. So, you know, when you write your books, Allison, does, does any of the, the thought process that comes behind from spearheading your books, does the rock boat have any connection with that? Um, for, there's one book that, that will hopefully come out one day that like, there's a scene that takes place on the rock boat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, hopefully that'll come out one day. And of course, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of projects I've got, like, I'm an idea person and I'm not good at like balancing, which is again, probably why I got burnt out. Um, but I'm writing a book with Stephen Kellogg. We actually had an hour and a half zoom call today during my lunch hour at work. What? Yeah, we um, we're working on the third draft of the book. So um, congratulations. Yeah, it's really fun. So we got some feedback from my agent and then Steven read it and went through all of his notes. So now we're going chapter by chapter and like talking through his notes and, and my notes and kind of what we're what we're doing. So that like that connection between us, like that started this, like happened on the rock boat at the sushi, like right in front of the sushi place. Cause Steven was getting ready to get off of the boat and I walked by him and I'm like, Hey, I've been looking for you. <laughs> and that, that started like this whole friendship, which is great. Wow. That was That's... so cool to hear you on his virtual as special guest, Allison Hammer. And it's... I was, I was listening to that in my girl's bedroom as I was putting them to sleep, which was uh-huh. the cool thing about those. And I was like, That's my friend, Allison Hammer. And they're like, No way. <laughs> My nephews thought I was so famous. So for my sister's birthday, cause like the pandemic birthdays are so hard. And my sister, um, when we were little, she loved Debbie Gibson. And so I got her, I splurged and I got her a cameo from Debbie Gibson on her birthday. And she was like, Debbie Gibson is talking to my sister. My sister's watching it like crying. And she's just like, I'm famous. Like Debbie Gibson know my, knows my name. And my five-year-old nephew's like, are you famous like Aunt Allie? And I'm like, oh. oh. He's like the one person who thinks I'm famous, but he saw me on TV because they watched the show with Steven. But, um, and it's so funny because like, again, Steven and I like connected, we'd met a you know, few times over the years, but we really connected at the, on the boat. And I was standing on the Lido deck and I had an alert on my phone that he followed me on Twitter. And I was like, oh my God, Steven Kellogg followed me on Twitter. <laughs> and now he's like one of my very close friends. So it's, um, this connection in this book probably wouldn't have existed if it weren't for the rock boat, which is pretty cool. 
so good to hear. Yeah. That's awesome. So the beach trap, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to let you explain it, but I read what it is. So Allie Brady, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like confused at first. And then I started like reading through the post and I'm like, Oh, I get it now. So can, could you explain yeah. that to everybody? So, um, Brady is, um, the name of one of my best friends and my like writing partners, my critique partner. And so we've been friends for about five years and we both read each other's work and, you know, we help each other. And, um, she's one of my best friends. And over the pandemic, I had an idea for a book and I'm like, is this crazy? And she responded, she's like, not only is it not crazy, but it kind of fits with a book that I had in mind. And so we're like, should we do this? Like, should we try and write a book together? And so we did it. And so over the pandemic, we wrote a book together that featured, it took place during the pandemic. And so we sent it to, to a couple of editors and they were like, it's too soon. Like people like we're still living it. And that, at that point, it was like only a few months in. Um, but we had, we gave the idea for this book also. And she was like, you know, love their writing, lo- you know, love the idea for the second book. I want to see the second book. So we like in very little time wrote five chapters of this and then an outline and sent it to the editor and they bought a two book deal based on that, the five chapters in the outline. What? Um, Congratulations. Yeah, it was crazy. Thank you. So um, this book, it's called The Beach Trap. And so I'm Allie and she's Brady. So we're Allie Brady. Um, and I've got my two solo books um, under my name, Allison Hammer. And then her name's Brady Godfrey. Her debut is coming out. She writes psychological thrillers on her own. Um, and her first one's coming out in September. Um, but this is a twist on the, the parent trap. And so instead of two girls, you know, two girls meet at camp and realize they're half sisters um, and then doesn't go well, that discovery, and they don't see or speak to each other for, for almost 15 years. And then their father passes away and leaves them this rundown beach house in Destin, Florida. And so they spend the summer repairing the house and their relationship. Um, there's a cute dog and they each have a love interest. Um, so it's a fun summer read. I'm really excited for, for it to start getting out there in a couple months. That's incredible. Yeah, it's fun. And it's, it's, and the cover is colorful and welcoming. Yeah. How did that design, how does, I have no idea how that works with writing a book. So was that like um, a design that you created for the cover or? So it's a little bit different every time in my day job, I'm a creative director at an advertising agency. So I'm used to having say (laughs) my debut, it's the, my, the cover for you and me and us was like traumatic. There were tears. It was just like. It was difficult. Um, then I ended up finding the picture and I'm like, can you do something kind of like this? And they did. Um, they probably don't like me very much, but my book came out in, um, in, it was translated into German and, um, and Lithuanian nice. and the, yeah, the Lithuanian cover is gorgeous. And I'm like, I wish that I could have that be the U S cover. I hope nobody hears that. I'm sorry if the designer hears <laughs> that. But, um, and then my second, but my second book, they gave me a concept and I loved the concept, but I was like nitpicking it. I got to a point where um, I should have it here, but there's like, like ripped pieces of paper and I literally cut out the pieces of paper and I laid it out how I wanted it. And I took a picture. Um, but for this book, they nailed it. Like we had, Brady and I had the idea of Art Deco um, and we sent them, we created like a mood board. And so we put some like some houses and some styles and like there's a bunch of like, this has definite vibes of like art deco posters that say like Miami and like things like that. 
So we gave them this inspiration and just loved it. We wanted, we had them make the house a little bit more run down than it originally was. Um, And like had them put the dog here. Like we had like a couple tiny changes, but this is pretty close to the original concept. And we just like, we love it. Cause it's a weird, like the genre is called like women's fiction or book club fiction or like a beach read. Um, And so it's like, we didn't want a, like a lot of them have like a woman with her, their back, you know, to the, to the camera. And um, we wanted it to be fun. And like you said, colorful. So hopefully people will see this and to be like, I'm going to the beach. I'll take a beach trap book. <laughs> they should let you put a couple of those for sale in the merch store. On I, the boat. Yeah. I don't know if they, Just maybe throw it out there. <laughs> see what Jen thinks. No, but I'll have, um, <laughs> By that time, yeah, maybe I'll just have some to give away, do some giveaways. Nice. Or, or we can give them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. We'll do something. Totally. It was fun to, I did take a couple copies on um, one of my favorite pictures, two of my girlfriends, the two that surprised me on the boat. I have a picture with each of them, like read, like reading one book, one of my books, which was fun. That's, that is such an accomplishment. And it's like, that's why the rock boat is just so um, ev- there's so many unique people. I know we, we, we just interviewed Mike McFadden about his time on 21 mm-hmm. and there's a fellow boater that's helping him out with who, who's an accountant with all the money that he raised for the, uh, the Midwest tornadoes. And it's just neat to see how like we have authors and we have accountants just, and everybody's just helping everybody. Yeah. And your friends are so supportive who are rock boaters. And it's just, yeah. Even the musicians, I ran into yeah. Will Hogue, who I'm like a huge fan of. I've been a fan of his for like decades. And he's like, I haven't seen you to tell you that I liked your book. And I'm like, you read my book? And he's like, I got it at a bookstore. And it just like blew my mind. Like it is such a supportive community from, you know, fans to artists, artists to fans and like just people together. Like it's, there's really no other place or community like it. It's pretty yeah. cool. And you got a shout out uh, from Ken Block on Will Byington's yes. My Three Things. Yes. And, and he was like, Allie's just killing it. That girl, you know. <laughs> I got um, some pictures of him. I just saw him a few weeks ago. I got some pictures of him with, with, with this book too, which is fun. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's so nice. Everybody's so supportive. I it's know, wonderful. It's just... I mean, there's literally like, there's nothing like it. And like, again, people don't get it until they experience it. It's it's easy to support you though. Um, I I think probably a year ago and these guys joke because I never go on social media, but a year ago I reached out and direct messaged you because my wife and I, we had a road trip down to Florida from Pennsylvania and we listened to you and me and us and those last couple hours we were in tears holding each other's hand and the girls are like, what is wrong with the two of you? But I mean, that is, it was just like such a special memory. And oh, thank you. I'm I am sorry in the, the <laughs> I'm in the middle of the audiobook of little pieces of me. Um, you know, Betsy and Mark just had the talk. So okay. it is, it is, I'm all in. It is amazing. So funny, funny story about that. And then like, I felt so bad. We saw each other like 17 times in the boat but i never got to sign your book so like we'll figure something out so i can sign them for you i mean that i'll is send just, you new copies <laughs> that is just like the the boat though you have intentions to go see this band and it's yeah. on your list and it's like i can't miss this 
and it doesn't happen. Yeah, we kept seeing each other, but it was like, just like, it was just crazy. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> for my second book, I accidentally stole something from my sister's life, which is a danger of, you know, like of being my friend or my family. <laughs> but in that scene, there's something that I stole from my sister accidentally. Mm. So, but <laughs> thank you for listening to it. I love the audiobook. Yeah, so great. So to turn to a, a more um, you know, serious note, the, the flag that was raised on the pool deck um, in honor of those who have passed away mm-hmm. recently and, um, and such, what, what was that experience like? I know that you spoke a little bit and what, what was, um, I know at that moment, uh, there, was a, there was a lot of people there. Um, overwhelming amount overwhelming yeah, amount and the signatures on the flag can you let everybody know what 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 that was who may have missed that or um yeah or aren't too familiar with what that was so i think i tried to say this um when i was talking and i'll tell kind of how that came to be but <clears throat> one of the things about a family is that you have good times together and you have bad times and it's the unique thing about this community. And so we celebrate with each other. And unfortunately we've had like a lot of losses over the years. There's something about back where you guys were doing the the podcast back in the great outdoors. There's something almost like spiritual about that place. And it is just like, it's one of my favorite places on the boat. And I've had a lot of memorials there, a lot of tears and just a lot of remembering people. And I think that Jen Weddick was kind of wanting to do something because it had been so long and there was a lot of loss and it was like wanting to, you know, and Gail Harkins, who's one of one of the ones that, that we lost, who is an original rock boater. She is not the kind of woman who would want attention. She would not want something just for her. And so I think that that might've been part of it. And so Jen had the idea, I think she already had the design of the little anchor with the wings. Um, and she had the idea to do a flag so it could like raise, you know, be flying above the above the boat. And everybody had an opportunity to to sign it and to write a message for, you know, for Mike, for Gail, for and, you know, for people that had lost people. These have been such like these last two years have been so difficult for so many. So we wanted to not only support, you know, remember the ones that we lost in our community, but to support the people in our community who lost other people. And so it was Jen's idea and it was brilliant and beautiful. Um, and the night before I stumbled into the office just to say hi, and we were talking about it and we were talking about, it was Jen, Matt and myself, and we were talking about what to say. Um, and there was, you know, the, the, there's a song from the band Wide Awake. Um, were any of you on the boat for Wide Awake, the Wide Awake boat, like the at that epic moment? I'm sure you've heard about it. I've heard of it. That was pre okay. our boats. Okay. It was magic. There's literally hasn't been anything like it. It was just magic. And they have a song not so far away. And so we're ta- she had the idea to play that song. And we were talking about like what to say, because it's hard to say anything when there's so much love and so much loss and so much pain. And one of my favorite quotes is that, when words fail, music speaks. And so I threw that out and she's like, great, will you say it? I'm like, me, like not me. And I like, I didn't feel right being that person. Cause like, I loved Gail and I, and I loved Mike, but like there are people on the boat that were like, they're people. And I was like, I didn't feel right 
being the one to do that. But the people that were their people weren't comfortable or didn't think they could get through it. So I accidentally said yes. And then that morning I asked Ken if he would do it. And I asked Drew if he would do it. And they wanted to be there, but they wanted to be in the moment, which I totally respect and understand. Um, so I did it and it was really hard. Um, I don't remember all of what I said. I think they got it on video, which is like probably not great. Um, but there was one funny moment and I, I do believe in levity and kind of breaking up those moments. And I didn't mean for it to be funny, but I have been told, and I believed it up until that moment, that if you are, are emotional and if you're going to cry, that if you drink water, if you drink something, then you can't like liquid can't come out while it's going in or something. Like I seriously thought that. And so I kept on like stopping what I was saying to drink water in hopes that I would stop crying, but it didn't work. And then I'm like, people are going to be like, why is she <laughs> like saying like three words and then drinking? And so I finally told people that that's what I was doing. I'm like, it obviously isn't working. And everybody started laughing and it was kind of like a nice moment of levity. Um, but I managed to get the words out and then we played the song and raised the flag and there were so many hugs and like, it was nine in the morning and nine in the morning is like three in the morning in other places on the rock boat. Like, you know, I was surprised at how many people were up and it was just um, a really special, magical, meaningful moment that it was beautiful. So I was honored to have been a part of a part of it. Um, and I hope I did them justice. <laughs> well, we were there and it was beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. We, we had just got done setting up to do our morning thing and I was like, we, oh, the three of us was like, we, we got to get there. Like we, this yeah. is priority number one. And it was, I'm so glad that we did. It was, it was all, I mean, it was, it was beautiful. Um, yeah. Everything. Um, again, but that song was just so perfect. And also like Gail had a really strong connection to, to Scott and to the wide awake band. And, you know, again, it's family. Like that's just, it, it's family, the good times and the bad. Amen. Well said, Allison. Where can people go to find all your books that are for sale? And you, I, I think you've recently just had like a, a sign up for the Beach Trap, right? We had a we had a giveaway. Um, yeah, our publisher gave away some copies. So um, I'm Allison with one L A L I S O N Hammer H A M M E R. On social media, I'm this hammer, so not that hammer, but this hammer. It's my handle everywhere. And then for Allie Brady, we're Allie Brady Books, but you can find me through myself or through that. We're kind of everywhere. And hopefully you'll see a lot of it in the next couple of months before it comes out. My well, we last will, two books came out during the pandemic, so I'm, I've got hopes for this one. <laughs> we will be pushing it on our socials um, and we'll Thank add you. we'll add all the links in the bio for the um, for this episode. So everybody knows where to go and how to get to it. And, and thank you guys, seriously. Like, I mean, in the two years that we weren't together, you guys kept us together and you kept that like excitement and community and energy going. And I loved that you guys were recording on the boat and that you're keeping it going. And it's really an honor to, to be talking to you and to be part of it. So thank you for all that you guys do. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> no tears. <laughs> Oh, yep, I did it. You're big, you big baby. I am. If you know, you drink, if you drink, it'll stop. Maybe. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might actually make it worse. Do it, Chris. Oh, it definitely does because uh, Chris calls me three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
but the the I mean the beach trap sounds like it would be an excellent movie too, man. That like a lifetime movie. I don't know about life, my... maybe not lifetime. It's kind of a rom com. Maybe li- I don't know. Okay. Hey, if Lifetime wants to do it, please call me. <laughs> <laughs> They, they can fight over. It's my kind of it's my kind of storyline, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm telling you, Eamon, you gotta you gotta check the other two books out. You are gonna love them, man. Are they gonna I cry like a baby? You. Yep. <laughs> the and first one, the second one, hopefully not. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, we will see you on the boat in January. Um, Can't wait. Thanks, guys. It's gonna be kick butt. So awesome. Thanks for swinging by. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Take care. Thank you.